welcome to the Essential Astrocast. I'm Veronica Peretti, astrologer, yoga teacher, and Real Housewives historian. Each week, I give you a peek into the heavens so you can harness the energy of the planets up there and dictate your fate down here on Earth. Hey there, welcome back to the Essential Astrocast. I'm Veronica. And this week, we are kicking off the week with some nerves. We have Mercury opposite Uranus right now as I'm recording. So you might be feeling a little jumpy right now. You might be feeling like you have a lot of restless energy. You might be feeling like you just need to do something with yourself. Mercury opposite Uranus also brings unexpected occurrences and miscommunications. So it's really important for you to double down on your self-care this week because we do have some challenging astrology. I know I've been saying this the whole pandemic. I say it all the time. Make sure you're doubling down on your self-care. But this week in particular, because Mercury and Uranus, they share the governorship of our central nervous system. So if you are feeling on edge, this could be why. Check in with your meditation practice, your journaling practice, and really double down on those things. You know, the news is shifting away from election talk over to lockdowns again. So we know what's coming. We know that we're going to be experiencing an uptick in cases. We already have a huge number of cases here in the States, and we've already seen lockdowns happening in Western Europe, where some of you may be. So this is a great time to check in with your routines because your routines can really ground you when things are feeling a little bit on edge as they've been feeling all of 2020. Come on. So if you need help with that, I definitely recommend joining us in online yoga club because it has been a source of so much normalcy for those of us that are getting together and practicing every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday night at 6 p.m. Eastern. I've been doing a lot of work on finding how we can bring together the ancient wisdom traditions of astrology and yoga. And the thing that's been working really well for me and for my yoga students is this new moon and full moon ritual that begins with restorative yoga and ends with meditation. And we do a writing exercise in the middle of those two things. And it feels like a really organic way to tap into your inner knowing, into your wisdom, into your intuition. So if you're interested, you can join me in online yoga club. You can go to my site and check it out, veronicapretti.com slash yoga. And all of the details are there. But I really implore you, if you're struggling to do it on your own, if you're struggling to get to your mat on your own time, it's really helpful to be part of a group and experience that accountability And if you can't meet us six o'clock Eastern, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, then you can always do the recordings because I post all the recordings and the new moon and the full moon rituals are at 4 p.m. Eastern on the Sunday nearest the new moon or the full moon. And we did that this past week. So anyway, something I'm throwing out there, it's an option if you're interested in it. 
back to the astrology of the moment. We're on the heels of that new moon, as I just mentioned. And so we have this new moon in Scorpio. And the new moon in Scorpio, it was a really potent new moon. It gave us a wonderful opportunity for looking at where we've been and where we want to go. Scorpio rules transformation and rebirth. And this year has been nothing if not transformative. So I encourage you, before we say goodbye to Scorpio season, which is ending this week, before we say goodbye to Scorpio season, before this new moon is completely in the rearview mirror, I recommend that you sit down and reflect on how this year has been transformative for you in your life, because we are entering eclipse season. And once we hit that first eclipse, which is a full moon lunar eclipse in Gemini on November 30th, it's going to be off to the races. So you really want to make sure that you take some time to reflect and to set your intention for how you want to show up for the rest of this year and how you want to start 2021. And this new moon in Scorpio, which we're still in that energy of, is a great opportunity to do that. I'm really excited for 2021. I'm really excited for Jupiter and Saturn to move into Aquarius and for us to have that great conjunction that's coming December 21st before this year is out. I don't think it's going to be easy. We're going to have a huge pile up of planets in Aquarius early next year. I think there's going to be a lot of work to do. But I do think it's going to feel like a rebirth. And I do think all of that air energy is going to be a huge shift from the heaviness of this year, which has been marked by a lot of Earth energy because we've had Saturn, Jupiter, and Pluto all together in Capricorn. And that has felt heavy. It's been depressing. It's been at times hopeless. And so Aquarius is the sign of hopes and dreams. And that's what we're moving into. So before we get there, before December 21st, I want you to spend some time digging into what has transformed this year, taking time to reflect, taking time to go into the darker parts of your psyche, the darker parts of your emotions, and allow yourself to spend some time excavating that and bringing light to it so that you feel a little bit freer and a little lighter once we go into this new year that's going to be very much marked by the energy of Aquarius, the energy of our hopes, our dreams, and our future. And I don't want you to think that I'm being all rose-colored glasses or Pollyanna about it because I think there's going to be a lot of hard work and I, Aquarius is a sign that rules the future and innovation, but it also is an incredibly stubborn sign. So I don't think it's all going to be roses, but I do think it is going to be a huge shift in energy. And before we get to that shift where all of this feels like it's in the rear view mirror, I want you to give yourself some time to digest whatever has happened this year. We are picking up speed. We talked about that last week. 
And Mercury still in its retrograde shadow until November 20th. So we've got a couple more days. If you're experiencing any weird occurrences, any random miscommunications, that could be part of the retrograde shadow, but that also is very much a part of this Mercury opposite Uranus that we're experiencing this week. Now, Mercury opposed Uranus on October 7th, October 19th, and again, November 17th this week. So take a peek in your Google calendar or your paper calendar, if you're still analog, and check out what was going on on October 7th and October 19th, and it might give you an indication of what story is wrapping up for you right now. And for me personally, what's happened around those dates and is happening this week is me setting my boundaries around the virus and how I will socialize with people and other people pushing me to socialize in ways that are uncomfortable for me. My boundaries have definitely been triggered and pushed up against by several people in my life that I really love. And so you might be experiencing something similar. Again, Mercury and Uranus, they rule the nervous system. So anything that is triggering your nerves is going to be part of this. Anything that has to do with your feeling of safety and your feeling of being in control could be triggered this week. So just keep your eyes peeled on that. We've got Mars moving forward, but he's not moving forward quickly. So you might still be feeling groggy from the hangover of the Mars retrograde, and he's not going to clear his shadow for a while either. So we're still going to be playing out whatever story Mars had for you that started back in September or maybe even started back in July when he entered the shadow for his retrograde. So pay attention to that. You might want to shake it off and speed forward, but don't worry. Things are going to get fast soon enough. We're moving into eclipse season. Eclipse season is like a portal for transformation. It's like a pressure cooker. When we enter eclipse season, things move quickly. So don't worry if they're not going as fast as you want right now. Hold on tight because it will pick up soon, I promise. Now, Venus is really the main event this week, and she's really our star of the week. Venus is still in her morning star position, so she rises before the sun. And so when we when Venus is in her morning star position, she's like the warrior goddess. She's not necessarily the nurturing goddess. She's more of the warrior goddess. So with Venus this week, we're going to have some challenges and some tension. We started this week on Sunday, we had Venus square Pluto. So this may have brought up some of your feelings around power and control and insecurity and fears, particularly in your relationships or with your money. So Venus rules love. She also rules money. And those things often have a lot to do with one another, even if we don't initially think so. 
I like to think of both of them as living under the umbrella of our values and Venus rules our values. So what do we value? Who do we value? We show our value by spending our money. We show our value by spending our time. These are some things that we have to look at this week. So if you are feeling a little bit out of control, that could be the Mercury opposite Uranus, but it also could be Venus squaring these Capricorn planets. So all year we've been talking about the Capricorn cluster and those planets, Pluto, Saturn, and Jupiter, they've been hanging out together in Capricorn all year and they're starting to separate. Saturn and Jupiter are moving into Aquarius. As I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, they're going to be moving into Aquarius and they're going to be meeting up in December. Until then, we're still going to be finishing up their work in Capricorn. And the work in Capricorn has been about the destruction of the foundations that have historically supported us and the opportunity to rebuild them in a way that serves us better. And so collectively, we're seeing that story play out through the pandemic. We're seeing that our governments, where the flaws are, we're seeing the inequities and injustice in our society. Coronavirus has been like a spotlight on those things. And in your life, in your chart, those planets are getting together and creating their own destruction for the sake of rebirth. And so where is that playing out for you? So if you can look at your chart, you can look to see where Capricorn is, and that's where it's playing out for you. And so for many of us, this has been an incredibly transformative year. And we've been so in the trauma of this year that it's been hard to reflect on it. But one of the blessings of Scorpio season is that the sun in Scorpio illuminates the darkness. And so that's why I implore you this week on the heels of the new moon in Scorpio to really do some of that reflection work because the sun will move into Sagittarius on Saturday and then our mood is going to shift. But Venus is moving to Scorpio on Saturday as well. So we're still going to be doing this work when it comes to our relationships and our money because Venus in Scorpio is going to be like the detective looking for where the dark spots or the cracks are. Where are things leaking? She's going to look for the leaks in your relationships and she's going to look for the leaks in your finances. And so with that in mind, Venus is moving into that position of being that detective or that investigator over the coming weeks. But this week, she's still in Libra. And in Libra, she is in her domicile. It's where she is the ruler. And so in Libra, Venus is interested in relationships. She's also interested in equality and fairness and justice. And so she is looking for where those things are not working so that she can point them out to you. 
And if there is a lack of equality in your relationship, if there is a power struggle, then that might be something that she's bringing up this week. If there is an overindulgence, if you're spending too much, that's something she might be bringing up this week. And if you are being too rigid, if you are being too critical in your relationship or of yourself, then that's something you might be looking at this week. Venus squared Pluto on Sunday, as I mentioned. She squares Jupiter on Monday. And then she squares Saturn on Thursday. And Venus squares Saturn is really the tough one because Saturn is immovable. Saturn is our restrictions, our limitations, our boundaries. And so this can bring up a lot of challenges in our relationships, especially when you feel like someone is binding you in, in some way, shape or form. Right now, a lot of people feel bound in. A lot of people feel trapped and they're going to be feeling triggered in their relationships because they're already perhaps feeling that way because of the pandemic and impending lockdowns. So it's something to watch this week when people act out because they feel out of control or feel like someone else is trying to exert control over them. There's going to be some plays around power and authority and all of that kind of stuff playing out. In addition to that, Venus square Saturn can bring up feelings of loneliness or rejection. It can also make you feel like happiness is just out of your reach. A lot of the times, if you're feeling like that, if this transit is bringing you down and causing you to feel depressed, look at how your own fears and criticism are playing a role in how you're experiencing the transit. If you are stuck in the mentality of the world is coming to get me, this is going to be a really hard week. If you rise to the occasion and put in a little bit of effort and hard work, this can be an incredibly productive week. So I often talk about this idea that you dictate your own fate. And it's true. We're always co-creating our experience with the cosmos because planets don't do things. People do things. We have free will. So this is one of those weeks when if it feels like the world is coming at you, if it feels like life is happening to you, this is a really good week to sit with. What are your fears? What insecurities are showing up for you right now? How can you reframe the situation? What small action can you take to move yourself in a positive direction? And again, remind yourself that you do dictate your own fate and you are always co-creating your experience of your life with the universe. So I always describe it as 
I keep my side of the street clean. The universe keeps his side of the street clean if we want to give him a gender. Another way to think about it is meeting the universe in the middle. So I show up and do my work. I take the action that I can take to the best of my knowledge and the best of my ability. And I am open to the universe bringing abundance toward me. A really cool way that you can do this is you can take a piece of paper and in the middle of the piece of paper, draw a line from top to bottom. And on the left side, you can write out all the things that you're going to do. So maybe that means I'm going to put out my podcast, I'm going to post on Instagram, and I am going to write my email, and I'm going to do it to the best of my ability. The universe is going to make sure the people that need to hear it, the people that need to read it, the people that need to see it will see it. I can't control that, right? So it might sound a little woo-woo, although I'm assuming you're into the woo-woo if you're listening to this podcast, but it can be really, really helpful. And it's not just helpful from the perspective of I'm taking these actions that will help me move my business forward and help bring more people into astrology and into my work and potentially come and join online yoga club or sign up for readings. It's also about taking the pressure off. If I put my work on the left side of the page and take the things that are out of my control anyway and put them on the right side of the page in the governorship of the universe, it takes the pressure off. It really gives me a sense of space. I can only do what I can do. I can only take care of what I have control of. And I am allowing the universe to take care of the rest of it. And there's something about that that feels really freeing. So if this week you feel inspired to do that exercise, let me know how it goes. I would love to know. And I think it'll be inspiring for you or not inspiring. It could be inspiring, but I think it'll be really freeing for you because a lot of the time when we have Venus square Saturn, we spend so much time in worry. Saturn squares can make us feel like worry warts. This is an opportunity for you to unload some of that worry and let the cosmos handle it for you. And this is how we co-create our life with the universe. This is how we dictate our own fate. We focus on the things that we can do and we don't worry about the rest. So I hope that's helpful for you. I really am positive that with some hard work and dedication and putting one foot in front of the other, this week can be really productive for you. The other thing that's exciting about this week is that the sun is sextiling Saturn. So 
this is not a huge transit, but it does encourage us to tap into our work ethic. It encourages us to be patient. It inspires us to be strategic and focused. So that will help. That will certainly help. And again, this is one of those weeks where when you show up and you do your part and you let the universe do his part or her part, then things won't feel so tough. But if we allow ourselves to stay in the mindset of the world is happening to us, of life is coming at us, it might be a little more challenging. So I hope that you can find a way to reframe that energy this week and make it into something really productive because I know I am. I know that I feel like this Mercury opposite Uranus has made me feel incredibly jumpy. Yesterday morning, I could not even sit for my meditation. My mind was so scattered and all over the place. So many things going through my mind. And I just said, you know what? Let me sit down to my computer and just do some stuff and get myself moving and move through my to-do list. And it made me feel better. So it's one of those things where like, can we harness the energy to do something with it versus sitting and stewing in the discomfort of it? Okay. I just want to mention that Venus is moving into Scorpio on Saturday and the sun will move into Sagittarius on Saturday. This means that our mindset is going to move toward things that are more joyful, more fun, more adventurous with the sun in Sagittarius. Venus and Scorpio can be very sultry and sexual and fun in that way behind closed doors, but she can also be really jealous. So be aware of that, but know that whatever issues come up this week around love, relationships, money, they will still be on the boards for you for the next few weeks as Venus moves through Scorpio. The good news is that with the sun in Sagittarius, things are going to feel a little more joyful, a little more jubilant, a little more celebratory. So I always say Christmas comes one week late because it comes right after the sun moves into Capricorn. It really should be while the sun is in Sagittarius because Sagittarius is like the Santa Claus of the Zodiac. This is a time for having fun. This is a time for connecting with people that you love. As we all know, this is going to be a really challenging month with the pandemic. And I don't have to tell you that. So I'm not even going to take up your time talking about it. You already know what's coming. The astrology supports it. We're going to see a rise in cases. So be really careful and honor your boundaries. And if someone pushes up against your boundaries, like the people in my life have pushed up against my boundaries, this is a great opportunity for you to work your boundaries and honor what you need and what you want. At the end of the day, Scorpio is about desire. So if someone is pushing up against what you desire, honor what you desire, be honest with them and be honest with yourself. And you can do that in a kind, compassionate and loving way. And yeah, 
that's it. So let's jump into the moons. So this week we've got, we just had the new moon on Sunday. The moon moved into Sagittarius on Sunday. And Tuesday, the moon moved into Capricorn. And so we're going to have the moon in Capricorn until Thursday morning. Every month when the moon moves into Capricorn, we have a moment of feeling those Capricorn planets, Pluto, Jupiter, Saturn, and that can feel kind of heavy. So if you're feeling a little disconnected, if you're feeling a little bit down, that is could be why. Plus, we have Venus squaring those planets this week. So this middle of the week might feel challenging. It's the more challenging part of the week. On Thursday, the moon moves into Aquarius, and she'll be in Aquarius until Saturday. We have a long void moon on Saturday. So from 7.49 p.m. Eastern on Friday until 11.06 p.m. Eastern on Saturday. So more than 24 hours, we will have a void moon. What does that mean? Friday night and all day Saturday, you want to kick back. You want to relax. You don't want to start anything new. You really want to just enjoy life, do the mundane stuff, do your laundry, watch some Netflix, meditate, take a yoga class. It's Saturday, so hopefully you have the opportunity to sit back, relax, and enjoy the void moon. Great for sleep, great for dreaming, great for journaling, great for meditating. Kick back, relax. The moon's not working, and neither should you on Saturday. On Sunday, we also have the moon in Pisces. And something else to note, on Saturday, late that night, right before midnight, we have the first quarter of the moon. So after that void moon ends, we'll have that first quarter. And so the first quarter moon means that we're one week into the moon cycle. So we have the new moon last Sunday and this Saturday night, late, right before midnight, we'll have the first quarter. And so the first quarter of the moon cycle, it initiates the, the action part of the moon cycle. So the next week from Saturday night or really Sunday through next week is going to be your time for taking action on your intention. So think about it as you do that exercise that I mentioned, where you draw the line through the piece of paper and you put your actions on the left and the universe's actions on the right. Think about what actions you're going to take next week. In fact, when I do my new moon rituals with my students in online yoga club, I always include the question in the journal prompts, what action will you take to let the universe know that you're ready to receive whatever it is you're asking for. So that's something to think about this week. What actions will you take to let the universe know you're ready to receive whatever you're asking for? I'm going to leave you with that. I hope you have a wonderful week. And um, I'll talk to you before Thanksgiving next week. I'll be releasing the podcast Monday before Thanksgiving. So you'll have something to listen to if you're on a long car ride. If you have an astrology question you'd like me to answer, you can always shoot me a message on Instagram. You can also text me that question at 917-540-3401. That's my community text number. And about once or twice a week, I send out astrology updates 
to all my community text friends. So if you want to join that crew, you can text me 917-540-3401. And you can just text me a hello and you'll be signed up. Or you can send me an astrology question and I'll answer it on a future podcast. All right, guys, have an awesome week. Take good care of yourselves. And remember, double down on that self-care. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you next week. Oh, and if you liked the show, please take a moment to leave a review. It will help more people just like you use astrology to dictate their own fate.